chapter twenty five of the subjection of isabel carnaby this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox dot org the subjection of isabel carnaby by ellen thornycroft fowler chapter twenty five caesar costello it was about a year after gabriel's return and he was conducting a mission in one of the largest seaport towns in the north of england as usual he set aside a portion of each morning and evening for seeing privately any who might wish to consult him upon spiritual matters and giving them discreet and ghostly counsel and great was his amazement late one night when who should be ushered into his sanctum but the quondam convict caesar costello once again gabriel was startled by the man's extraordinary resemblance to himself and yet hardly to himself as he was but rather to himself as he might have been had he chosen evil instead of good and walked in the broad path that leadeth to destruction rather than in the narrow way the end whereof is everlasting life there but for the grace of god stood gabriel carr gabriel carr as he would have been had not the master called him to be his disciple and had he not heard the master's voice and followed him whithersoever he went and as gabriel looked closer he saw with the trained eye of the priest which is quick to pierce below the surface and read the hidden things of the heart that costello was not the same as when he saw him that day in the shepherd's hut upon dartmoor continued sin and vice and dissipation had ploughed fresh furrows and inscribed new lines upon the man's face but there was something more than that out of the mud wherein the sinner was wallowing a pierced hand had made clay and had anointed his eyelids and whereas he had been blind now he saw saw himself as god saw him and regarded his sin as god regarded it and the sight had well nigh driven him mad in broken accents costello told gabriel his story told how he had been living in paris upon ill-gotten gains ever since his escape from prison draining the cup of illicit pleasure to the dregs and how he was then on his way to america there to seek fresh woods and pastures new where he might pluck the fruits of sin and cultivate the flowers of vice on his way to the docks he had passed the door of the hall where the rector of gaythorne was conducting his mission and having learnt from the notices outside the doors who the missioner was costello was compelled by curiosity to look in just to see once more the man who had stood in his place and had suffered in his stead and then through the mouth of the preacher god spoke to the sinner and called him out of the darkness of ignorance into the marvellous light of spiritual knowledge in that light costello saw the hideousness of his own soul and his own sins and cried to the mountains to cover him and the earth to swallow him so that he might escape from the presence of the living god the fear of the lord consumed him the fire of god's wrath shrivelled him up horror overwhelmed him and terror made him afraid his soul stood naked and ashamed before its maker and strove in vain to hide itself from the vengeance of god
and now he came to the man who had been god's instrument in awakening him out of the sleep of sin to the awful consciousness of his own condition in the hope that he might thereby find balm in gilead and a physician to minister to his spirit's sickness for long hours gabriel talked and prayed with the stricken man on the sinner's behalf he wrestled until the breaking of the day with one who is ever mighty to save and because the fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much because he himself had vicariously suffered and had implicitly believed he had power with god and prevailed and then there happened to caesar costello that great miracle which is as old and as new as the great miracles of birth and death that miracle which is described by catholics as regeneration and by evangelicals as conversion and by the master himself as being born of the spirit that miracle which is as mysterious as the wind blowing where it listeth and though men hear the sound thereof they cannot tell whence it cometh nor whither it goeth and yet without which no man can see god as the two knelt together wrestling with god for a sinner's salvation their prayers were heard and answered the son of man who alone hath power on earth to forgive sins blotted out the handwriting which was against the ex-convict nailing it to his own cross and a clean heart was granted to caesar costello a right spirit was renewed within him he was converted and became as a little child and then and there entered into the kingdom of heaven after the men had risen from their knees costello's first thought was how he could make reparation for the sins he had committed and he told gabriel that he intended as soon as it was day to give himself up to the authorities so that they might send him back to dartmoor there to work out the rest of his sentence but gabriel bade him forbear i do not know if what i am going to say to you is according to the laws of man he said but i believe it is according to the laws of god and i tell you not to give yourself up again to the authorities nor to return to prison costello was amazed this had seemed the only course open to him but he was ready to subjugate his will and submit his judgment to the man who had shown him the way to the foot of the cross i will do whatever you bid me he replied then listen i hold that one sin cannot be doubly expiated nor punished twice over and your sin has been expiated your chastisement has been borne by me therefore i believe that the punishment of your iniquity is accomplished and your sin is pardoned because i have suffered in your stead by right of what i have borne for you i have redeemed you and now you are no longer your own but mine tears filled the criminal's eyes and he could not speak he was dumbfoundered by such generosity i dare say i am all wrong according to the laws of england gabriel continued with a smile but i believe that i am doing right according to the laws of heaven besides surely i have paid the full price for what i claim i served fourteen months in dartmoor for it and that was no light matter but mayn't you get into trouble yourself by screening me 
for the first time in his life costello put another's interest before his own oughtn't you to give me up to justice no my conscience is quite clear on that score what i have heard from you has been told under the seal of the confessional and therefore i am bound not to repeat a word of it it would be against every principle of my sacred profession and calling all i could do would be to induce a penitent to give himself up to justice if i thought that was the right thing to do but in this case i do not think so then do you mean to say sir that i am to go scot-free and not to be punished any more costello could hardly believe his own ears i do i believe you are not to be punished any more in this world because i have borne the punishment for you just as i believe you are not to be punished in the world to come because christ has borne your punishment for you twice over have you been redeemed first by god and then by man and if god remits punishment because another suffered in your stead ought not man to do the same shall man be more just than god costello broke down and sobbed aloud sir your generosity is almost more than i can bear when i think of all you have endured for me and how i have treated you i feel i am unfit to live gabriel laid his hand upon the other's shoulder ah now we are coming to the point of the whole matter if you feel like this when you think of what i have done for you how do you feel when you think of what my master has done for you for your sake i spent fourteen months in dartmoor prison for your sake he became obedient unto death even the death of the cross i endured imprisonment that you might be free he suffered death that you might live i changed places with you involuntarily and was punished in your stead of his own free will he took your sin upon his shoulders and bore the full chastisement of it so that by his stripes you might be healed i became your surety because i could not help myself he took your nature upon him and bore away the guilt of your sin because he loved you and gave himself for you therefore if you are grateful to me what must you be to him a thousand times more so for the first time in my life i begin to realize what christ has done for me and it is you who have made me understand this by what you have done for me by the love of the brother whom you have seen you are learning something of the love of the god whom you have not seen said gabriel it is by no means a new method of gaining divine knowledge and do you mean to say sir that you can forgive me for all that i have made you suffer at my hands i have not suffered for you a thousandth part of what my master has suffered for you and as he forgives you so i forgive i can never thank you sir never so it is no use trying to do so and do you mean to say that i am free to go where i will and do what i like certainly not replied gabriel with his old whimsical smile i never said anything of the sort you are no longer your own you are bought with a price twice over you have been redeemed and now you belong first to christ and then to me the criminal fell on his knees before the priest and seizing his hand kissed it 
i will be your servant to my life's end he cried whatever you tell me to do i will do it this is what i tell you to do and though i speak of myself i believe that i also have the spirit of god you shall go to america as you had arranged and in the berth you have already taken and when you land you shall go straight to a missionary training college the head of which is a friend of mine to whom i will give you a letter of introduction and there you shall learn to serve christ in the mission fields and i swear that i will serve him so help me god you cannot stay in england you see continued gabriel if you do the police will track you and send you back to prison and i cannot help believing that you can serve god better by carrying his gospel to the far-off isles of the southern seas than by picking oakum in dartmoor jail besides he added with a humorous twinkle in his eye we have defrauded the government of nothing in that line i have picked your full share of oakum so the authorities can have nothing to complain of though i have no doubt they would complain a good deal if they only knew sir i will follow your counsel to the end of my life you shall never regret what you have done for me this night gabriel's face grew serious again i shall not know how you requite my dealings with you but christ will know how you requite his i shall probably never see you again but his eye will be with you even unto the end of the world upon you and you alone will rest the awful responsibility if you neglect so great a salvation and now we must get to business and conclude all the arrangements he added changing his tone the day is breaking and there is no time to be lost as your ship sails for america in a few hours from now and i do not want you to miss it and to fall once more into the hands of the police i would rather let you fall into the hands of god than into the hands of man and into his hands i commit you body soul and spirit from this time forth and even for evermore with his usual efficiency and rapidity gabriel gave the future missionary full instructions as to the new life on which he was about to enter and the way in which he was to set about it and wrote a letter to the head of the training college giving such instructions and advice regarding the convict as he thought necessary and then he put before costello food and drink and finally dispatched him with a blessing to serve god according to his day and generation so caesar costello went on his way rejoicing because the former things had fled away for ever and all things had been made new knowing that he had passed from death unto life because through the medium of the love of a brother he had learnt something of the love of god End of chapter 25